0: Matcha green tea. Think of it like a football team. Players that all have a different role, but all working toward the same goal. Tune in to find out what I mean only here on the People's Scientist podcast. Hello my People Scientist army and welcome back to the People Scientist podcast for episode 99 where every week I arm us with some scientific evidence so we can all be a little bit smarter and healthier every week. How is your day going? How are you feeling today? I enjoyed my weekend off last weekend from the podcast I didn't do anything in particular for Easter, but just spent some time with some wonderful friends. I hope that you all had a great weekend last weekend. So I am back this week with a listener request episode. One of my best friends, Molly, is a big fan of matcha green tea, and she suggested I do a podcast episode on the potential health effects or nutritional properties of matcha tea. So without further ado, how about as we always do? Start off with some core takeaways. Matcha green tea is distinct from regular green tea in that it is grown in the shade, so it tends to have higher quantities of antioxidants. And matcha is also intended to be consumed fully, meaning the leaves are made into a powder. We can mix this powder into a beverage or incorporate it into a food and consume the leaves in that powdered form as opposed to steeping the leaves in water and discarding the leaves, like regular green tea. Matcha green tea appears to be very rich in a lot of potentially healthful compounds, like different antioxidant polyphenols. Think of matcha green tea like a football team. The team all has one goal, and that is to score points. But all the players are different. They all have a different role. Matcha green tea similarly has a lot of different compounds with different mechanisms, but all seem to contribute to the goal of reducing oxidative stress and increasing antioxidant potential. Now oxidative stress can be the cause of a lot of health issues today, like aging, inflammatory conditions, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, dementia, and more. So the idea of reducing oxidative stress with antioxidants is a desirable avenue. Matcha green tea appears to be uniquely high in many antioxidant compounds, making it an attractive item to study in the context of our health. Consuming green tea might exert benefits for our oxidative stress, inflammation, measures of heart health, cancer risk, risk for dementia, and our levels of stress. Can something as simple as drinking matcha tea every day have these benefits? It just might. Now, let's get into those details. So in today's episode, I will be speaking about, a lot of the time, oxidative stress. So I want to talk a little bit about this first. Oxidative stress means that oxygen molecules can damage our DNA, proteins, fats in our body. Now this is a bad thing, as it can lead to an inflammatory reaction and increase the risk for or the symptoms of inflammatory conditions like arthritis, asthma, allergies, eczema, diabetes, heart disease, etc., Oxidative damage may also lead to mutations in our DNA, which may potentially lead to the production of cancer cells. Oxidative stress tends to be higher with cigarette smoking, air pollution, UV sunlight exposure, eating a lot of refined processed foods, eating fried foods, eating a lot of sugar, etc. So the reason why antioxidants are an interesting topic of research is because they are the antidote, so to speak, to oxidative stress. They fight oxidative stress in that they can donate an electron to scavenge oxidizing damaging molecules to prevent that oxidative damage. So where does matcha green tea come into play? Well it is quite high in antioxidants and in different kind of antioxidants too, making it an attractive intervention to promote our health. So what is matcha tea? Well Japanese matcha specifically is a type of powdered green tea grown in a traditional way. The green tea plant is grown in the shade, which enhances the concentration of some potentially healthful components within it. Regular green tea is different in that it is steeped in water and the leaves are discarded, whereas with matcha, the leaves are powdered, and we are to consume this powder, mixed it into liquid like hot water, steamed milk, or even baked into foods. So the leaves themselves are consumed. Well, Kochman in the journal Molecules this year just published a really great review on the composition of matcha tea. Matcha tea is incredibly rich in polyphenols, which may provide antioxidant properties, reducing oxidative stress in the body. In fact, it has been reported that nearly 30% of the weight of matcha green tea is polyphenols. But what is interesting is that green tea is rich in so many different types of antioxidant polyphenols. Think of green tea like a really strong interdisciplinary team, like in a hospital, a team that has physicians, nurses, dietitians, physiotherapists, and scientists, so experts with different perspectives and approaches. This interdisciplinary team is also different with different strengths, but they all share the same goal of helping the patient be healthy. Matcha green tea is kind of like that. It has polyphenols with different approaches, different mechanisms, different structures, different effects, but all with the end result of being and antioxidant to reduce oxidative stress for example matcha contains theanine caffeine chlorophyll different types of catechins and all of these have the potential to reduce oxidative stress catechin content in green teas is much higher than in black teas amounting to 68 milligrams per gram of matcha which is only about 0 to 3.5 milligrams per gram in black tea. So there's quite a bit more catechins in matcha tea. This can include, for example, EGCG, which is a pretty popular catechin that has been studied in clinical trials. In these clinical trials, they've isolated the catechins from green tea, put them into a capsule, and studied the effects on health. Catechins, as well as other active ingredients derived from green tea, may also repair DNA damage caused by UV radiation or sunlight remember, sunlight can cause damage to our DNA, which may potentially lead to cancer. Antioxidants like green tea catechins may help reduce this DNA damage. I talked extensively about sun care protection in episode 62, where I discussed different sunscreens, sun protection methods, etc. And now antioxidants in our diet, or antioxidants applied to our skin, can help with sun protection. So you could give episode 62 a listen if that interests you. But back to green tea specifically, the catechin in green tea appears to be effective and active ingredient in order to prevent ultraviolet radiation damage to the skin. Catechins also act as metal ion chelators for copper ions and iron ions, which can help reduce oxidative stress in that capacity as well. Matcha has a relatively high caffeine content compared to other green teas. Can you guess how much caffeine is in matcha compared to coffee, or even compared to regular steeped green tea? Take a guess. Well, the amount of caffeine in regular steeped green tea was found to fall within the range of 11 to 25 milligrams per gram, but in matcha it was 19 to 45 milligrams per gram, so in some cases nearly double. Most coffee beans will contain 10 to 12 milligrams of caffeine per gram of bean, So it does depend on how much of each you may use. Typically, we'll use less matcha versus a coffee bean. But per weight basis, matcha can have two to four times the caffeine of coffee beans. Interesting, isn't it? Matcha green tea also contains phenolic acids like chlorogenic acid, caffeic acid, ferulic acid, and oleic acid, which themselves have been studied extensively as antioxidants and seem to reduce oxidative stress, for example, when applied to the skin. According to Jack Abouche, matcha green tea has an exceptionally high rutin content compared to other teas available in the market. The authors contrasted the level of rutin found in matcha, which is nearly 2,000 mg per liter, and rutin is a bioflavonoid with potent antioxidant potential as well. Quercetin is also found in matcha tea, and that is a phytochemical with antioxidant and neuroprotective activity. Additionally, there have been studies showing that quercetin might have immune-boosting properties and may normalize carbohydrate metabolism by inhibiting glucose absorption in our gastrointestinal tract. It may also help regulate insulin levels in animal models, so quercetin is of keen interest too. In another study, matcha was found to contain more than double the amount of vitamin C compared to other green teas. It had up to 4 milligrams of vitamin C per gram which is not too significant considered in the context of our diet, but it is interesting to know that there's more vitamin C in matcha than other green teas. Matcha tea also has really high chlorophyll content, which is responsible for its unique vibrant color. Chlorophyll and its derivatives exhibit some strong antioxidant and anti-inflammatory activity in cell culture and animal studies as well. L-theanine is the main amino acid in matcha tea and this is an interesting molecule. L-theanine has been isolated from green tea and added to the diet of animals to determine the potential impact on brain health. L-theanine was thought to reduce symptoms of cognitive impairment. It also reduced the levels of anxiety and improved sleep quality. It has also been suggested to have the ability to prevent stress-induced brain atrophy by modifying early stress responses. So L-theanine in matcha green tea might have some benefits to brain health according to some animal studies. Caffeine, which is abundant in matcha tea as I mentioned earlier, may strengthen the effect of L-theanine by enhancing the neurophysiological performance and neurobiological mechanisms of it, such as increasing attention. It was concluded that the antioxidant potential of green tea increases proportionally to its phenolic content. And additionally, the matcha form of green tea specifically had the highest parameters for antioxidant potential out of all of the green teas. So now that we know that there are several different kinds of antioxidants present in matcha green tea in high concentrations, how about we look at some clinical trials looking at green tea or an extract of green tea? Now, sometimes the clinical trials took the extract of the green tea and put it in capsule form, which contains all of these antioxidants I listed. So let's take a look at some of those clinical trials, shall we? Let's start off with brain health. Can matcha green tea have an impact here? Well, in the journal Food Research International in 2017, in a randomized placebo-controlled single-blind study, 23 people participated in four test sessions to see if drinking, or eating matcha could improve their cognitive performance. In each session, participants consumed one of the four test products. Either they drank matcha tea, they ate a bar containing matcha tea powder, 4 grams specifically, or they had a placebo tea or a placebo bar. Their assessment was performed at baseline and 60 minutes after consuming the matcha or placebo. The participants performed a set of different cognitive tests assessing their attention, information processing, working memory, and episodic memory. Those that consumed matcha had nearly two and a half times better memory recall of words versus the placebo group. They also had better reaction time, better picture memory recall, and more. So this study suggests that matcha tea in the short term, just 60 minutes after consuming matcha, in a realistic dose of four grams or less, may be able to induce some slight effects and improvements on speed of attention and memory. In some measures, the green tea itself, drinking the green tea was superior to eating the matcha green tea baked into a bar. So the way to consume matcha may be best in liquid form, and that might have to do with its bioavailability. UNO in 2018 wrote a review in the journal Nutrients about the ability for matcha green tea to reduce stress in 40 participants. So half of the participants received 3 grams of matcha daily or 3 grams of placebo for 7 days. Those consuming matcha green tea had their score of anxiety reduced on average from 45 to 38. But the placebo group also saw a bit of an improvement. So the authors conclude that further studies need to be done. But it is possible that the polyphenols and the l theanine present in matcha green tea could be of benefit to stress and anxiety. How about other circumstances of brain health, like in dementia? In the journal Nutrients in 2019, the scientists reviewed the topic of green tea and dementia. And it appears that in observational trials, when people consume green tea, it seems to be associated with a lower risk of developing dementia. So it is thought it might have a potential preventative action against dementia. But how about in individuals who already have Alzheimer's or dementia? Could it provide benefit as a treatment? Well, in the journal Nutrients in 2014, a small pilot study was conducted to see if green tea could impart some benefit in individuals living with dementia. The participants consumed green tea powder, or matcha, 2 grams a day in water for 3 months. After 3 months of consuming the matcha tea, the participants' scores of mental functioning were significantly improved. Before the trial, their mental functioning was a score of 15 And after three months of consuming matcha daily, it improved to 17, which is quite significant because within three months, we might see an actual decline in mental functioning in individuals living with dementia, but rather here we saw an improvement, which is quite significant. So based on this small study alone, it is possible that consuming matcha tea regularly might have benefit. Now, how about other measures of health? For example, matcha green tea has been looked at in the context of weight loss. Well, Lynn in the journal Phytotherapy Research last year conducted a meta-analysis, which is a gold standard study that compiles together several clinical trials to finally have an answer as to whether something has an effect. And they wanted to publish whether or not green tea could impact body weight and waist size and obesity. They included 25 different clinical trials into this meta-analysis. They concluded that after about 12 weeks of taking green tea, body weight dropped by nearly 2 kilograms when doses under 500 milligrams of green tea extract in capsules were taken and waist size decreased by approximately 2 centimeters. So these changes are small, but statistically significant. So how might green tea be having this effect on body weight and waist circumference? Willems in 2018 aimed to determine if drinking matcha green tea could assist with fat oxidation, meaning could matcha green tea help with our ability to burn fat, to turn fat into energy, and this could potentially assist with weight loss if there is a calorie deficit. The reason why they hypothesized it could assist with weight loss was because primarily its catechin content. So 13 women In a randomized crossover clinical trial, drank one gram of matcha powder mixed into water three times in one day, and then once the next day before measures of their fat oxidation. How did they measure this? Well, for example, they measured their resting metabolic equivalent using the Douglas-Baggs method. Now, when the women did a brisk walk for 30 minutes, and when they drank the matcha green tea, they burned approximately 13% more fat versus the control setting. Now that's a pretty exciting finding, that if consuming matcha green tea before a walk can increase fat burning potential. But it's important to keep this in mind that that does not necessarily translate to weight loss. It simply means that matcha may help us burn fat into energy, but we still need to obtain a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. But perhaps matcha can help with this. There's been quite a bit of attention given to green tea and its antioxidants in regard to cancer. The reason why antioxidants are looked at as a potential way to prevent cancer is because oxidative damage may lead to DNA damage, which could lead to cancer cell growth. So oxidative damage may occur from things like cigarette smoking, air pollution, eating an unhealthy diet rich in refined foods and high in sugar, and it is even part of natural aging. This oxidative damage, as I said, could damage our genetic code, or DNA, which could lead to mutations, which could lead to the production of cancer cells. So if we can reduce oxidative damage, oxidative stress, this is thought to protect us from cancer risk. So green tea is rich in antioxidants, so it has been looked at in the context of cancer, like unfortunately the very common prostate cancer. In the journal Medicine in 2017, 10 studies were combined together to understand if green tea could be of benefit in men with higher blood levels of prostate-specific antigen, which is a risk factor for prostate cancer. The scientists noted that specifically green tea catechins, if isolated and taken in capsule form, they were associated with a lower risk of prostate cancer incidence at a risk ratio of 0.38, which is quite a strong associative protective effect. If they analyze trials with drinking green tea itself, benefits seem to appear with quite a lot of green tea, greater than seven cups of steeped green tea per day. But this was not specific to matcha green tea. Now, because matcha has a much higher concentration of polyphenols, I would hypothesize that the protective effects would be more pronounced and would would be seen in less than seven cups of steeped green tea, for example. I think that matcha green tea would be much more similar to taking a capsule of green tea extract. There's also observational animal studies that suggest a protective role of green tea against breast cancer. So in the journal Cancer Prevention Research in 2017, over 1,000 women were recruited to see if taking green tea extract in capsules could modify a risk factor for breast cancer, which is the density on their mammogram. After one year of taking the green tea extract or placebo, the younger women, specifically aged 50 to 55 years old, saw a 4.4% reduction in percent mammogram density. That's uh, seen as a protective effect that the green tea extract seemed to reduce a risk factor associated with breast cancer. But unfortunately, women that were aged older than 55 years old did not see an improvement with green tea extract. So the scientists suggest that younger women may benefit from green tea intake for breast health, but further studies are needed to identify why older women did not respond. In the journal Phytotherapy Research in 2017, scientists aimed to see if green tea extract could improve symptoms for individuals living with lupus. Now lupus is characterized by high levels of inflammation and oxidative stress as well. Now because green tea is thought to be incredibly abundant in antioxidant polyphenols, with the potential to reduce oxidative stress and the inflammatory response, the scientists wanted to see if it could be a benefit here in this population. So 68 participants around the average age of 39 living with lupus were recruited for this 12-week clinical trial. Now, half the participants received 1,000 milligrams of green tea extract in a capsule twice a day. The other half of the participants received a control capsule with starch in it. Now, after three months, those taking the green tea extract had a reduction in their symptom severity by 40%, whereas the control group's on improvement of 10%. But I noticed that the green tea extract group started out at baseline with more severe symptoms than the control group, so perhaps the results need to be interpreted with caution. When the participants were asked to score their vitality, so their feelings of strength, energy, and activity, the green tea extract group improved by 45%, whereas the control group worsened a little bit compared to baseline. So it is possible that the green tea and its compounds within it may exert some benefit for symptoms in people living with lupus. In the journal Nutrition Research, taking just over 400 milligrams of green tea extract every day induced some improvements to inflammation and antioxidant status in a group of 56 participants living with high blood pressure. In fact, after three months, they saw a reduction in markers of inflammation like C reactive protein, TNF alpha, and an improvement in the antioxidant status of their blood and improvements in their blood pressure. In 2019, eight clinical trials with nearly 650 people were combined to understand if green tea could improve measures of oxidative stress and inflammation in individuals living with diabetes. They noted that green tea intake was able to improve circulating levels. Of a molecule, that indicates chronic inflammation, C-reactive protein, which improved on average by 5.5 milligrams per deciliter. It's quite a significant improvement. However, it was interesting that consuming the green tea did not seem to improve their total antioxidant capacity of their blood. As well in diabetes, the data appears to be mixed in regard to if it has a benefit for blood glucose. A meta-analysis was published by You in 2017 that combined together six clinical trials with just over 350 people with prediabetes or diabetes. And the scientists concluded that green tea or green tea extract did not significantly improve measures of diabetes, such as HbA1c, that gold standard or longer-term assessment of blood glucose. Green tea extract did not seem to improve fasting glucose or insulin levels. So it may improve measures of oxidative stress and inflammation in individuals living with diabetes, but green tea may not necessarily impact measures of blood glucose levels. So that is a wrap, my people, scientist army. Matcha green tea, which is tea leaves grown in the shade, which are made into a powder form and consumed in beverages primarily. It is known to be very rich in many different types of polyphenol antioxidants like L-theanine, quercetin, ferulic acid, catechins, caffeine, chlorophyll, and more. Think of matcha green tea like the football team with different skilled players or an interdisciplinary skilled team. They all contribute in different ways but with the same goal in mind. The antioxidants that are present in matcha green tea are all different but they all seem to have the same action which is to reduce oxidative stress. Clinical trials indicate that consuming matcha green tea or green tea extract, or the compounds within green tea, may reduce levels of anxiety, can improve measures of cognition and cognitive performance in individuals with and without dementia, it may be associated with a reduced risk for prostate and breast cancer, it may protect us from UV sunlight damage, can lower measures of inflammation like C-reactive protein and TNF-alpha, it may lower measures of oxidative stress and symptoms of inflammatory conditions like lupus. So can something as simple as a cup or two of matcha green tea provide benefit to our health? It just might. I have given you the information and now it is up to you to do with it what you will. I hope that you all have a wonderful week. If you don't already follow me on social media, make sure to do so. I'll have the handles in the description box to this episode. And I'm looking forward to meeting you all back here next week especially next week, because next week is episode 100 on the People's Scientist podcast, a massive milestone that I am very excited to be reaching. So I hope you all have a great week, and I will be meet you back here in one week's time. Bye for now. I am a scientist simply sharing scientific evidence. Some of the clinical interventions I discuss are not appropriate for everyone. Before making any changes to your diet or lifestyle, please do consult the advice of your physician or dietitian. My opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect those of Mount Sinai Hospital and its affiliates.